Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail hey everybody welcome hey look thank you for tuning us in and turning us on it's really exciting we're moving into a whole new realm but you know what here's what i want to say about things you know when i'm thinking about moving into a whole new realm i'm thinking about like how many times have i been in a foxhole and i'm like praying where are you? Where are you, God? I mean, come on. I prayed for you when I was like six. I then did it again. Show me how to beg for money. Then I did it again in a court system. Then I did. And I'm like, where you go? Where, where did you go? Reverend Tracy L. Clark, global speaker, healer, author, minister, radically transformed, not just her life, but when you hear this show today and we talk about her fantastic book, God, where are you? It's me. You're going to hear why you can create radical transformation and miracles simply by being in that space. But what happens? Do you have to put your life behind you? Do you have to kind of revisit all the pain in your life? Do you have to go back and look? Do you have to think, where were you when I was suffering? Where were you when I was in pain? Where were you when this? Where were you? Where were you? What happens when you hold on to that energy that no longer serves you? Do you think you're going to be able to move forward? Do you think you're going to be able to radically transform? And do you think you're going to be able to have radical faith and trust? Well, you will. But this is why. I'm so thrilled to be talking with Tracy. I'm so thrilled to be sharing her story with you. I'm so thrilled to be telling you about the ways that she's created in the world right now when we need it for all of us to be reminded of what we are truly capable of. That's what she does. Whether it's the community, whether it's clearings, activations, it doesn't matter. This is what Tracy does. Reverend Tracy does this. Whether it's for her book, whether it's for baking, whether it's for community, whether it's for taking out the trash, there's a way to do it that says, I am free. You're going to love her new book. I love it. Tracy, it's great to have you. Wow. I'm so thrilled to be here. I am so happy. It's such a transformative time for all of us this whole last year. We were just saying, look at what's happened in this last year alone. And I always say the party's just getting going. So we are on, it's, it's, it's time. It's time to transform. It is just getting started. <laughs> You know, you and I talked last year. Let, let's go take a, uh, what do you call it? Let, let's go take a trip back in time for a little bit. Because I don't know if you remember this, but we were chit-chatting and we were thinking about 2020. And we were kind of thinking, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to do it. And we, we had a really great plan. And we actually, by the way, enacted that plan, right? Now, did we enact it in the way we thought? Maybe not, but we sat down and talked about it. I remember saying something to you like, yeah, it's like a big year. It's our, it's our 10th anniversary, but I don't really feel like 
celebrating TTR's 10th anniversary. My number is 11. I'm going to wait to 2021. And when I said that to the team, they were like, uh, why? So why is an interesting question. But for you, your why is filled with purpose. It's filled with pain. It's fueled by faith. It's ignited by trust. And it's inspired by the divine force you discovered. What did Tracy Clark, Reverend Tracy L. Clark, what did you have to do to get to the place where you said, hello, I'm all in and I'm going to help the rest of the world get there? What did you have to do? Oh, I had to get real with myself. <laughs> you know, Come on, not that again. <laughs> how do you rule myself? You know, when you look at your life and you, you just kind of, we go, we just go about life thinking that that's just it. And like, I love what you said at the beginning about, you know, I've been praying, I've been asking, I've been, however people want to communicate to the divine and you still keep getting the same garbage over and over and over. And for me, it was really getting real. And I three words, and I, this is my mantra all the time, trust, know, believe. Without that, and that's what I call like radical faith for me. It's like trust, no believe, because we're not really taught how to trust in the world, especially when there's chaos and not to trust in ourselves and how to really know, you know, how do we know it? How do we feel it or intuition? And the believe I love because you have to be able to, I realize, believe it. You know, everyone says, I'll believe it when I see it. That's wrong. You cannot wait. You cannot say, I'll believe it when I see it. You're, you're going to miss the party. You're going to miss the train. It doesn't work. I had to be able to, you had to, I realized I had to start to believe it, see it, visualize it and believe it, that it was done. It was created. I could change. And when I started to put those three pieces together and understand what is my body telling me, what is connecting, because everything outside of me was saying, you're dumb, you're crazy, you're stupid, you're not following everybody else, what are you doing? And that's hard to come against, right? Because as empaths, you're an empath, I'm an empath. Most people are empathic, they just don't know it, or it hasn't woken up. And it's like, what do you do with this information? Do you just you know, say you're kind of crazy, you're dumb, all these words flew out. I've heard them from so many people. And when I was able to set that aside, other people's opinions, the masses, what was happening and really connect, understand, wow, my body is speaking to me every day. And trust, no, believe, things miraculously started to change. But the big thing that I realized that people forget, especially in this world is they all think that when it changes, it's like a party in the sense of, oh, it's joyous. Oh, it's fun. If we look at the world right now, not so much fun, but we got to, I say it's like a bad divorce, even with ourselves, a bad divorce is horrible. But when you come out the other side, you're like, woohoo, why didn't I do that sooner? Right. And you learn yeah. the lessons, you learn the experiences, just like what's going on with the world. And so when I started to realize I had to break up with myself, <laughs> I had to break up with my bad habits and my bad systems, but it, it's still, it's to do that. It, it isn't all roses. It's not. And that's what I really want people to understand that it's okay to feel that way. And it's okay 
to question what you've learned. And it's okay to start to listen to yourself because you're a sovereign being and you're meant to be your independent, beautiful being. And we don't want to all be the same. That'd be a boring world. You know, one of the things I was struck by when I was reading your book and I read it for the first time and then I read it again, one of the things I was really struck by is, you know, I tried to think about all the times in my life that I, what is the word, you know, didn't drop to my knees, but almost in an arrogance, in an arrogant way, saying, seriously, you're like there for everybody else, God, and you know, you watching me over here begging for money, what's up with that? And you know, I, I don't remember the exact words, but there is a reminder that we could have that no matter what the situation is, how that situation flows, there is a God and there is a me. And sometimes we believe, are these two ever going to meet? Come on. You know, is it going to be this lifetime? Are you thinking what? When I'm somewhere else, you're going to like introduce yourself. But when does that show up for us? Because, you know, I remember surrendering and it took my body. It took a physical thing for me to be like, OMG, this really sucks. It took a physical thing. And what is it about physical pain that brings us to our esoteric knees? Yeah. You know what? Our body is so brilliant. And you know, we have physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, psychological, psychic. We have all these different realms. And normally when we're going through life, people will be like, I can tolerate that. I can tolerate that. So someone treats you like garbage. You can tolerate that. Somebody breaks up with you. You can kind of tolerate that. And so what happens is the body usually is already screaming at you long before and you're tolerating things that are not in your highest and best interest. And you've had the physical stuff. I was born with a lot of physical stuff. I didn't know any different. So the body didn't even get a chance to go, I'm going to give you a wake up. I was just born that way. I just thought everybody was sick all the time and pain and tired. But usually what happens is the body, when you get something physical, it's like, wake up, pay attention. You're not listening to me. You pay attention, right? Because nobody wants to not be able to get out of bed, have stomach pain, have head pains. When we have physical pain, body wakes up, body says, okay, you then pay attention. But then most people think, okay, well, what is the diagnosis versus what's going on in my life that I actually need to change that my body's yelling at me so much? Where do I need to rest? Where do I need to remove people? Where do I need to get into something that is more fulfilling? Like we don't ask ourselves those questions usually when we're sick, we just lay there and say, okay, somebody make it go away. But if you're like me or you or many other people, when we have chronic things, that just doesn't work. If you have a flu, okay, it comes and goes, right? It can purge. But when you get chronic stuff, that's when the body is saying, please pay attention something in your environment internally and externally is not working for you. Dang girl, I got to tell you this right now, sister. I say Reverend, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you this. That is a lesson that I think about your story and I think about what you're saying. And I know at different points in my life, it was trying to get my attention. I was trying to get my attention. So no, you have big things to do in the world. So for you, it was going to be, we going to show her this now. 
We're going to be like, oh, Tracy, feel this pain. Like, no, don't wait till you're 40 and then feel the pain. Because when you get to 40, it's time for you to tell and help other people. It's time for you to write this book. It's time for you to build a community of people that you work with. It's time for you to teach others. It's time for you. I got on a mission after April 1st of 2004. I'm telling you, it was the weird... April 1st is like April Fool's Day, Tracy. You picked a good day. April. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I, on the 31st, myself and Bonnie were getting ready to do the workshop, Live Your Greatest Dream. By the end of April 1st, my ankle was the size of a grapefruit. So here's what I want to ask you. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. It always works. Some of us get it early and pivot to purpose. I did a few almost pivot into purpose till I finally got there. How do you work with others now? And how in your book, right? Because it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's just like, come on. It's like, you don't have to go through a wake up call. Just read this book. But how do you work with others now to help them not circumvent, but if you go to step in a pothole, how about stepping in an inch pothole and not two feet? Yeah, you know, I started to realize that it's time that people also need not only more education, but also actionable steps of what their body's doing. And when I'm working in groups mm. or, you know, even on the radio show or I'm on the, you know, sometimes I still do some one-on-one -on -one stuff, but whatever is happening, or even when they read the book, there's an energy for me, it was my hands, that's why they move a lot and my voice. And I actually, when I was writing the book, I did what I call like imparting, moving the energy throughout the word, mm. throughout the book. So when people read it, they can actually start to get transformation. It starts to make the aha moments. It starts to go, what can I do? And what I always like to do is bring up where the energy is sitting, but not only we got to clear it, but we got to look at, and a lot of times this gets missed. You got to clear it, but look at what is the, now the actionable step, because you can clear energy, but if you don't now go do the actionable step, the energy sits in the field. And some people can sit there and complain. I see it all the time. And they'll be like, okay, well, this hasn't moved yet. This hasn't moved. Yet. I said, did you do that one actionable step? No, I'm just too tired or it's too much. And I'm like, well, how much is too much? Because if you want the life you want, nothing can be too much was people will make excuses not to really step into their power by too much time, too much money, too much energy, too much love, too much, too much, too much, I call it. And that sits in the field. And when that moves, it's like, what is now the next step? So I like to all the time, if they're in my miraculous Academy or my evolutionary Academy, and we've got community helping them. And then I'm shifting something. I'm like, now here's the shift, take it into the body, but here's what you do today. So they can, so people need to learn to be empowered to work it their way. So it's also, I'm like, this is what you do. Now you go move it your way. So throughout the day, there's a new actionable step. And when you hit that area in every part of life, all your life starts to flow together. So you don't have to sit there 10 years on your finances, 10 years on your romance, 10 years on your health. It all moves together because your body is all, it's, it's a one beautiful fluid piece of energy, being, soul, like it's all working together. You can find sometimes one area of life will spike before another happens sometimes, but it can start to move together. So that actionable piece is where a lot of people get stuck though. 
they get scared and then they go, my fears come up and then my shame comes and they start to see it. But if they can pinpoint it, my goal is to make sure that you can pinpoint it super fast yourself. And then you go out there and help more people. You go out there and wake more people up because we need more of us out there helping people to shift, to be healthy and restoration of a physical body. Once you get that can happen quite quickly. Very no kidding. Quick. And you know, this is the thing too, I want to ask you about, right? You know, this, you take people on a journey, right? In the book, right? Your new book coming out in, you know, uh, in probably by now, and people are able to um, uh, pre-purchase, whatever that is, but it's a book. And it's a book though, of a different kind. You know, we have to call some of these things books, because why? Somebody came up with a word that said, if you take a bunch of writing and you put it on a piece of paper and then you bind it, it's called a book. It's much more than that. It is a message for our time, Tracy. I'm just, just wanting to inform you now. But this is not an idea that hit you yesterday. This is a cultivation of every person you've ever worked with, every step you've ever taken, every show you've ever done with listeners and call-ins, every, every group, every academy, you know, whether it is the Miraculous Academy, it does, whatever you've done, it has been in service of helping people with this energy. I get asked this question and I feel it's almost, it's just perfectly fitting. I got to ask you it. I get asked it almost once a week. I used to answer it, but I'm going to ask you, why, Tracy? Why, Reverend Tracy? Why? What is your, Tracy L., what is your why? My why. I have lots of whys, but you know what? My big, my biggest why? Well, because you're right. We work with people all over the world. We're I agree blessed. with you on that. I, I'm very blessed to work with people all over the world. And I thank God every day for that. And I see them waking up. But my big why is I went through my journey 17 years ago alone. It was hard. I was a single mom with two kids and it was painful. And I thought I was literally some days in the crazy loony bin because nobody seemed to relate and nobody got it. And the reason when I wrote this book and the reason I've made the community the way I have with, there's so many loving people there to help and support. As I said, I, one, I don't want people to have to wait for a crisis before they do something. When we wait for a crisis, you'll be like me, waiting for your fourth near-death experience and probably never coming back. You don't have to get there. I don't want people getting to the place where they're now looking at their last $1 and going, what, why am I here? We have, that's why the non-denominational ministry, we help a lot of people. I said, you know what? We can help people and I don't want people waiting for a crisis and I don't mm -hmm. want people feeling anymore they're alone. Because so often, even when we're doing energy work, there's no other place. You have your one-on-one -on -one session and then off you go. And you start to kind of meet a meetup group maybe or a meditation group. But I wanted, it was so important. I want a community that every day if somebody needs to go somewhere and said, I need a boost, I need a help. I need, I need something today that they can go there. They can put that in their Facebook. They can put that in the community and they can get that shift. They can get that help because going through, you should, you don't need to wait for a crisis. And that's the message with this is you don't need to, I was born with a crisis. Most people wait for a crisis and you don't need to. And let's look at right now in the world, we are going through what we call a crisis in a way to wake up. We can wake up with more ease. We can make up with more grace and we can wake up without having to always hit those rock 
bottom places. And it's a choice. And I don't, and you know, and that's really why we're talking. I mean, we are going to take a break somewhere in here, but there's so much to, let me just my language, so much to unpack because I got to meet you several years ago and we met shows forming itself, taking on a life of its own. Then there are ideas that come forward. Then Tracy's like, I'm on it. I'm doing it. That's it. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Um, And to the outside world, sometimes people want to give us names. They want to. But here's what I want to ask you about, because I think this is the message for our time. Now, I work primarily with women, but I also work with men. But this is the hook for a lot of people. That's big. You want me to do what? That? But you know, I talked to my partner. I talked to my friend. I talked to every. So I talking to. I'm talking to my. I'm talking to every. When I told them what we were talking about, they said to me, "Dot dot dot. Are you out of your dot 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 mind?" When we come back, as my friend Susan Denae says, it takes a little crazy. When we come back, faith sometimes does look like, say it, crazy. crazy. (laughs) Let's take a short break. (laughs) Let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, mama used to say to us girls, girls, just telling you, not that one, not make your bed, just sleep in it. That was another one. Girls, faith, honey, I got to tell you, faith without work, that is dead. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Transition, simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience. Without change, how would we grow? Tune in to Grounding Into Your Radiance with Stacey Barber every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Step into your truth and allow the light into your life. For more information about Stacey and her services, visit StaceyBarber.com. That's Stacey, S-T-A-C-I-E, Barber.com. Get empowered. Message delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's Angel Messages, the number two, the letter U.com. your inspiration all day on transformationtalkradio.com
I have had such a good time on Tales from the Merworld Radio. It has been an opportunity for me to expand myself so dramatically and become much braver in my voice to speak about the things that I'm passionate about that are a little bit out there. Your staff is amazing. Olivia is amazing. Jessica, everybody. Anytime I need anything, they show up right away. So thank you for having such an amazing team that is allowing me this platform to do what Spirit wants me to do. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You know, I've been waiting. I've been so waiting to have this conversation with Tracy. And I must admit, I need to stay closer to Tracy. She's busy, I'm busy, but you can't let that get in the way because you need to find people that, first of all, are going to hold you to a standard that matches your dream. Secondly, are going to help you remove the doubt. And we're going to talk about that next. But third, provide you with the tool you need. God, where are you? It's me. How do you radically transform? With radical faith and trust and by tapping into divine force within. So God, where are you? It's me. Is written by Tracy, Reverend Tracy L. Clark. Just want you to know. Speaker, healer, author, minister. Radically transformed her life. But I want to say this because this is going to come back to where we left you. Understand what radical faith is about, but also radical doubt. And I'm not kidding when I said before, you may get an idea that you share with people that just don't believe in that idea. And they're going to tell you, Pat, start a network. There are no women network owners. And what? All positive talk. And what? Your vision is to have 10 channels. You're crazy. Nobody does that. You're not going to do it. You don't even know how to do it. You barely know how to do a radio show. Tracy? You could, what? A reverend? Wait, write a book? God, where are you? It's me. You're going to be a speaker. You're going to be a healer. You're going to help people transform their lives. You're going to do something so important and open up your doors by creating a ministry that invites everybody in. Yeah, you did it. Tracy, <laughs> it's great to have you. Before we go on, how do people find out more about you? I want to make sure we get that in. Of course, if you're watching on Facebook, you're getting lots of information. But tell us about how they find out about you. How do they become part of your community? Because I don't know about anybody else, but I want to just go Miraculous Academy, sign me up. So tell us about some of the things you've got going on. Yeah, TracyLClark.com, easy. <laughs> and uh, we do have a free membership that lets you kind of get to know a little bit more of who we are. Most people, it is, I'll just say, they all gravitate to the Miraculous Academy. That is always usually where they end up going because there's constant support, there's constant space, there's daily interaction. So I'm always there. It's like, that's my, that becomes my other family, my other home and um, the evolutionary Academy. Those are for the really brave souls. The ones that are like, I want full on interaction and um, really good, good, good. Like that's a whole other level. That's for the person says, I need to radically transform my life now. And I have no time to wait. <laughs> so that's, that's exactly where we go. And there's so many things. So I've set it up and because of the, the way with the ministry coming out and all this stuff coming through that people can learn on their own, people can do clearings and audios, or they can come and join me live. So there's so many different ways that they can 
interact in the radio show. And, you know, it's just, it's beautiful to see so many souls helping and supporting. And that's the goal of the community. And if you're, I always say though, if you show up, I will show up. If you just sit there and I never hear from you or see you, not even on one of the free community Facebook pages, I can't help you. So if you're really ready for change, then I say come along. But if you just want to kind of sit there and float in the background, it may not be the right place for you. Because if you want love and support and kindness and to know that you're crazy and it's awesome, come along. You'll be fit right in. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about this because before the break, um, I just gave you one of mama's quotes. And by the way, just want to talk about mama for a minute. Mama Doris, my stepmom. I'm here and alive today because of what she taught me. Now, my birth mom taught me love. My stepmom taught me what love got to do with if you ain't persevering. (laughs) She's making me laugh. Um, And so let's get to this part that I know I learned the hard way, but I know that from reading your book, you might've learned the hard way, but you don't teach the hard way. And that is the idea of faith, belief, and doing at the same time. Um, In your book, you describe many, many scenarios, people you've worked with. And what struck me, Tracy, about this is there is for me, this layer that has brought me to my knees and people say, oh, that's fear. No, my Achilles heel has always been doubt. And I've re- in reading your book, I see this as a theme and I feel it as an energy right now. And I want to ask you about this because look, non-denomination church, mm-hmm. Tracy L. Clark, Reverend Tracy, putting it all together to remind people that there is a source within. Talk about your vision now. Because you have presented this beautiful wrapping for people to totally embrace in love, faith, belief, and doing something. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's, it's normal to have a little bit of a doubt. I always say that same. Believe you shall receive. Doubt you go without. But <laughs> you don't want to. There's things you don't want to receive. So don't believe those. If you don't want to receive them, don't believe them. <laughs> there are things people say and you're like, I don't think I want to receive that. I'm not going to believe that. But yeah, it was really daunting. You know, three, I'll tell people, this is how this works. Three years ago, I was sitting with my daughter having a lunch and I got this download, like literally, like you need to get the reverendship because I was like, how can I bring people together in a loving way? I, I'm so tired. I was looking at that time going, I, I want people to heal and restore and love each other because the more we love each other, right? The more we can repair quicker. And I was looking at all the different forms of spaces people go to and they all divide. And there was so many, when we grow up and we've gone to some of these places, there's a lot of punishment, a lot of fear. There's this kind of fear. And I'm like, people need to just love each other. Like I was looking outside, we were having our lunch. I'm looking outside at the nature and I'm like, all those birds are beautiful and they love each other. They're not like, you're the red bird, you're the green bird, you're the blue bird. Oh my God, they're loving each other. They work in harmony together. They celebrate how they interact. All the animals love each other. They know which ones they eat for lunch. They know which ones they eat grass. Like the earth is so harmonious. And I was looking and I heard, you need to open this non-denominational ministry where everybody could celebrate our differences around the world. Tell me, I took a big gulp and my daughter's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't think I can do that. She was like, what? I said, I just heard it was time to do this. I said, how do I become this reverend? It wasn't even on my radar. It wasn't on my radar. 
And literally it just kept showing up. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, they're literally landed in my inbox, you know, like Tracy, this might be something you want to look at. Oh my gosh. I'm like, this is, so, you know, you go to the journey and I went to open a place and that was, and it's been growing and growing and growing where yes, we're all in this online community. One day we will get back to being online and in person, but to be able to bring people together under their faith, which I would say is trust, no believe there's something so much bigger, this beautiful God of our understanding of love, helping us, guiding us, shifting us, working with us. There's no punishment. There's no fear. There's no nothing. There's nothing in that beautiful God space, but go for your dreams, have your desire. Like there's this biggest energy that is literally supporting us, uplifting us. And we've got all these crazy ideas that it's there to bring us down and, you know, pun it. There's nothing, nothing in, there's nothing in that. And when people can grasp that, it's a little bit easier to go after your dreams, your, your visions, your desires. And it's a little bit, and it takes time though. And you need to keep reminding yourself because yeah, the little doubt, because someone goes, like you said, that's crazy. Why would you do that? No, you know, there's all these different churches. And I'm like, but there is a place where we can love each other for our differences, no matter how tall, how short, how it doesn't matter. We're here souls to love each other and be supportive. And it was I kept going and spirit kept showing it up. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And here we came today. And it's hard because I couldn't say the word God until about six years ago. Couldn't say it. Yeah. Couldn't say it. I was like, had all these things that would come up. Like I would say universe divine. And then I realized, wait a minute. If you can't say the word God, we got way too much programming in there that needs to go. And I had to get real with myself on that. And when I started to realize that real miracles started to shift, because I was like, wow, God is loving. God is amazing. You know, this is where the confusion comes in. And so look, I want to honor you because I'm here witnessing you talk about something as if it is second nature. And here's what I want to say about it. When you get that, that calling in your heart, it is second nature. It's first nature. It's like breathing, right? When you get it, you're not going to be able to let go of it. It is something that will stay with you and then you will be guided. In your case, you just talked about this, but I could talk about many things that I've watched you grow, evolve to and share and create. But this is the time to talk about this. You know, my mama, she must be coming through. You got to help me with this. My Doris is coming through here. Um, she gets chills every time you bring her up to. Oh I get my God. I'm like, whoa, she, she's in she's the house. like, yay, <laughs> yay for, yay for Tracy. Yay. And, and here's why she's yaying. Because she's listening to what you're talking about. A love. Love is an energy. Love and spirituality and energy. You know, God, are you, look, are you there? It's me. Yes, it's me. I'm one of your peeps. And. I remember when they, when I, they, when I looked at this ninth station of the cross and I, you know, Catholic boarding school, I'm six years old. I don't think you should put a six-year-old in Catholic boarding school, but this is me because I understand my mom was sick and ultimately committed suicide while I was in the school. And I remember I was over there on a weekend and I'm pulling on Sister Michael Anthony, who didn't like me anyway. 
And I'm like, Jesus, right? Ninth station. This is the third time he falls. And I said, okay. Jesus said, mama's with him. And she said, who said? Jesus right there. Said, mama's with him. Grabs me by the ears, trashes me up to mother superior. Walk in the room, mother superior's head's like this. She's like a... And she's Sister Michael Anthony, and I don't remember the exact words, but it was really mean and angry. It was like, she's done it again. She's talking. She thinks she's talking to God and Jesus. Jesus just told her her mom was with him. That is insane. That is, what is the word you use? Heresy? I don't know the word. Um, and Mother Superior comes up and the tears are falling down her face. She's got a note. My mom just passed away. My stepmom comes in. She wasn't my stepmom yet, but I want you to talk to this issue because this is where you have to find your support group. You support people in their vision. Mama comes in, not yet, my, not yet the mama, but came in with the dad, young woman, first child at 12. She had a second child at 13. She comes in and she is a non-denominational Southern Baptist person, but it was none. So she comes in and they're telling her nobody does this. All I remember was about 30 minutes of her verse by verse describing the book of Daniel mm -hmm. and telling these nuns who Daniel was. That's how I remember Daniel. How can you, what you've created, the book, everything, you are their step, you are their mama. You and I have a role to say to people, you're more than whatever you think you are. How does your community and what you've built, how does that support system come together to literally let people emerge, elevate, and get to where their heart wants them to be? Tell us about that. Yeah, I got chills because a lot of people in my community, if you show up regularly, they call me Mama T. It's so funny you say that because your mother, your stepmama's coming through. We got the mamas going and I get, and I don't share that to them. People see it on the face. I don't sit there. They just go, mama T, you did it. And, and it is, it's, it's the, you know, one of the things that anchored for me and how I'm also able to help people bridge this is one of my near-death experiences. I saw and heard things that you can't replicate, just like you were speaking to, to Jesus. I've, I've had these encounters and I'm like, wow, there's more. And there's a place that when we come together and it's the power of two, there's so many good teachings in so many different backgrounds. And when yep. they come together, the positive ones come together. There's an energy that starts to brew in your soul and your spirit and what it does. And this is what I do with the community and they learn it and then they help each other with it. It awakens your essence. It awakens your memory of why you came down here. And it reminds you that, yeah, I was like, God, where are you? The reason I called it that is I just thought I was out there on my own and, and thinking that there is nothing out there. I was almost pretty much an atheist. There's nothing out there. So you're not even going to convince me that. And when with the community, that was part of it. It's with the teachings is like getting them to realize that that's waking up. And when that soul wakes up, that doubt starts to go away and you start to see glimpses of things changing in your life that starts to bring 
the power within you, that superhuman power that comes in, everybody thinks you're going to fly. No, it's within you already. And it got buried with piles of laundry. And when we're working together and we clean that out, it reminds you and it reminds you because we don't need to have any more separation and the whole non-denominational thing, when we come together, it's beautiful to be you because you're already perfect. And when you realize you're already perfect and the, the energy raises and raises and raises, then all of a sudden you, nothing's too much anymore. Mm. You start saying, I can do that baby step and learn something different on my money or my health or my, and the energy. And then you realize the messages that you're getting are beautiful. And people always say to me, they'll be like, Tracy, I, I heard. And I always say, when you hear to do something, no matter how crazy it is in your words, I say, you do it. I said, if you here to pay for that person's coffee and open that door over there and call that person, I said, you do it. And you never question. And everyone always says, that's scary. That's scary. What do they think of me? I said, don't care. Just do it. Say thank you and walk away. And everyone that does it, there's this little spark. And what it is, is because they start to remember the love, the gratitude, and it is safe to be different. And in my community, that's what I've made it. It's safe to be you stop conforming with the masses and be you and watch how much starts to change. And I, I work with the systems with all my people and the whole community to make sure they find themselves, their real self, who they really are, and that it's beautiful. And one of the things that you do, especially in this book, is you really point out to people that there is, first of all, a me realm, mm -hmm. but most importantly, you really call into being you know, what we talked about earlier, you know, the ability of the mind to be everything and anything you want it to be, you know, it's kind of like this thing, I think you refer to it in your book as a virus, and then you talk about it. But there's also something really beautiful, right, that you do when you take people on this journey, right? It, it is a book that really brings people to the point of losing my home, right? But it also takes people to stories, you know, sharing other people's journeys, talking about the fact that there is a way to go through things. There is a way, and I think in your words, to get past the litany of woes, right? To really get understand the buried emotions and how they can affect us. And so I want to ask you, how did writing this book, how did it change you? Yeah, it actually really did. I never thought anybody listening says they want to write a book. So for all of you that have, you get it. You, you, you write it with the intention that you want to share to change a life. I kind of said, if this changes one life, I'm happy. Like off we go. Only to realize, I think it really changed my life already first, <laughs> because when you start to write through the experiences and sharing other people's experiences, it really... I had a huge release when I was done. Like one, it was like, you know, have this big cry, like, oh my God, it's done. But then it was also to see how it can help somebody else. Like it really was another space of change and transformation. It also in one sense, because I always say, you know, when you're through something, when you can look back at it and there's really no emotion, that's how your body tells you, you don't have any issue. It's a story. And I actually finished it and went, wow, I think I've lived like a hundred lifetimes in this lifetime. And I, for the first time, I congratulated myself. It makes me emotional to say that because I was like, 
well done. And I realized I'd never done that before. I just kept going, gotta go, gotta go. This is where it is. I'm going to do this. This is what God tells me. But I went, wow, you did it. It was like climbing a mountain, you know, and you get to the top and you're like, I used to live where the mountains were and you climb these big mountains and you're in the clouds and then you go, I made it. And it, I made it for, in terms of my journey through, it was not even, I got to the end of the book and I went, look what I actually got through. It really put everything into a different perspective for me, which I hope when people read it, because we have a book club coming out January 19th, it's four weeks. If you buy the book, just sign up. It's on the website. You buy the book, come join me for four, four Tuesday nights. We're going to chat about it. We're going to talk about it. It's just buy the book and come join us and learn more about yourself and learn more why you do things the way you do and how you can shift it pretty instantly now. And again, you become your own little inner guru with the God of your understanding and you two will become like best friends. Yeah. I am so glad to hear you say that because one of the things I was struck by as I went through the book was there are there are sentences, lines, and there are so many of them in the book that if you blow by them, you're not going to get the nugget, right? I mean, even things like stop talking about your past. I mean, that requires another community, right? That requires, okay, now let's come over here and let's talk about that. You know, let's talk about why it's important. Let's go to an understanding that it's kind of simple, but simple doesn't mean easy. And, you know, by really working with people and really looking at what you're saying in the book and in your work that you already do, there is an energetic shift. Mm -hmm. There's an energetic shift when you read it, but you can feel things in your body, right? How often have you walked into a room or a store or any place, maybe even a restaurant, and you just don't know it, but all of a sudden you almost feel like a shadow. You just feel something. And you're not quite sure you're looking around and then out of the corner of your eye, you actually see something or see someone. You don't know them, but there's something about it. It gives you a cringe. Maybe almost, Tracy, find someplace else to eat. Mm -hmm. What do we need to do to get to that place where we trust ourselves enough to know I'm not going to stay here and it's okay if I don't have to give you a dissertation on why. You know, it's <laughs> no accent. Spirit makes me laugh. I was today, this afternoon, I was um, working with a corporation and these women asked me that exact same question. And I said, you have fear about being judged. You have fear about making a choice. Maybe it's leaving the restaurant, like you just said. Maybe it's, um, you know, leaving a meeting room. Maybe it's you've walked into a party and you go, oh my gosh, I know I need to go. And when you can learn to get over the fear and to trust that, and it usually takes three times. I say to people, do it three times. If you walked into that coffee shop and you went, something is not right. I teach this to even children. I had one, I'll tell you quickly, a teenager who I taught this. I said, when you feel, I want you to just trust it. Don't second guess it. Don't think you're crazy. Just leave. So she went to a party on this Friday night and she said, she called me the next day and she said, Tracy, guess what? I walked in and I thought everyone said I was crazy. I said, I got to leave. I can't stay. And they said, why? She goes, I don't feel right. Something's off. They're like, you're crazy. So she left. 
all the cops showed up. There was multiple arrests, multiple issues. Mm -hmm. Had she not left at that time, she would have had a whole other outcome for that night. And she goes, I just learned the biggest lesson. And I said, but that we are so consumed in society about wanting to fit in and say, well, we made a commitment. Well, sometimes even if you've made a commitment, you need to do a back out and you know, and your body will always communicate that to you. Like you said, you get that bad feeling in your stomach. If I had listened to the bad feeling in my stomach when I was five and knew it, I wouldn't have gone through the kidnapping. I knew I kept saying something's wrong with this person. Something's wrong. And the whole family said, you're nuts. You're crazy. Nothing's wrong. And it was that person that kidnapped me and the little girl, which is in the story and my, and my sister. And I had repeatedly said, I get a tummy ache. Something is wrong. And I was told you're too sensitive. What are you doing? Get out and play. It's just, they're just weird. If I, somebody had listened to me, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I think this is really for you. This is this culmination of every heartache you've ever had, every ounce of pain in your body, every bit of inspiration that you've discovered along the way, every commitment to continue to grow and expand your spiritual framework gets us to the part of your book, which I love which a lot of people miss. And it's this one. It's letting go, of course, of fear and doubt, but it's something else. It's rebuilding your foundation. And we miss that. We think, okay, I'm going to nip this over here, throw a Band-Aid on it over here. But no, you've got to do some infrastructure work down here. We miss that, don't we, a lot of times. Most people do. I say, look at yourself like a house. Look at these houses. Where I live, there's houses that are 150 years old that nobody's done anything to. The wiring is all falling apart. The bricks falling apart. The foundation's falling apart. They didn't do anything because they didn't want to spend the money. And now new people buy it and are like, oh my gosh, I got to spend $200,000 just to fix the base of this house when they think they're going to do a kitchen. You're like a house and you got to rip it down if you really want true change and transformation. You need to rip all of that stuff down and look at what part of the foundation is salvageable. In my case and your case, none of it was salvageable. We, we had to learn it, accept it, love it, and then rebuild. Had to go. Yeah, had to go. And sometimes, most of the time, if you really want that change that you and I have received, we had to pour a new foundation. And that takes time and that takes understanding. But the foundation comes inside of you with trust, no believe and understand where are those boundaries going to be what are you going to put up with and not put up and that foundation can take a little bit of time because now you have to learn something new and it's got to be poured and it's got to sit and it's got to be firm but you and i both know and for everyone listening once that foundation is nice and solid you can build the biggest skyscraper on there that yeah. you want and you can shine and you can grow and your desires will keep on coming and it'll be strong right till the end. I remember a phrase from your book and it was so pivotal for me. It was, uh, be deliberate about your choices. I love that. See, a lot of people, they don't use that word deliberate. They come and they just like a sugar coat the thing. But being deliberate, especially when you're talking about building a foundation, right? You know, there is a level of more than focus, being deliberate is something else. It's a level of strength and conviction about your belief and faith that you cannot put words to. Mm -hmm. And that's the sense that I get from this. I want to know 
what's next for Reverend Tracy L. Clark? I don't know how much you're going to be able to say, but how about a sneak peek, like a trailer for a movie almost? Sneak peek. I want to share really quickly when yeah. I actually heard to do the ministry and I had to get deliberate, I announced to my whole family. So my boyfriend, my children, I said, I love you all. This is where I'm going. So you're either on the train or off the train. I love you, but I'm going. And they're like, okay, we're on the train. <laughs> so I, had to I had to say it. Um, yeah, you know, it's been such an incredible year. We're actually, the next step is you're going to see massive stuff in 2021. We have the most incredible ministry board. We are going to be ramping that up so we can help more people. I'm so blessed this year. We've been able to help so many people during this massive change and transformation. So we're going to see, you're going to see that whole new arm of the ministry really come out at another level and with the book obviously we're going to launch it with that and i i'm only going to say that right now to watch for the ministry to really transform we're going to have to there'll be two sites so it's going to be fun it's going to be fun well that's why we're going to have you back because we need to stay on that train with you because if we don't we're going to forget what we're called to do, even when people said, you're never going to do it, Pat. You don't have it. You don't know what you're talking about. Nobody builds their own software. You're never going to do it. And two weeks ago, we were delivered the complete upgrade to a very sophisticated set of technology that will allow us to support you, your vision, your next steps, whatever that looks like. What would have happened if I listened? What would have happened if you listened to those people? You know, I have says I have chills. I'm like, people do not determine your destiny. God and you determine your destiny. And when I got that, the world started. You got it. I got it. And we're like, you. So it's kind of like when someone says to me, I got this medical report. I've seen this a lot. I'm like, you don't, that doesn't determine your destiny. You determine it. And you and I listened and got that. And if everybody listening, but again, we need each other. We cannot do this alone. None of us. We yeah. cannot build anything alone. We can't go into community. You need community. You need that more than ever between now and 2025. You're going to need it after that. But these next few years and never, ever let anyone tell you what your destiny is and your desires. Never. I love that. And you know what? I know what it's like to try to do it alone. And I know what it's like to be on the supportive hearts and shoulders of others. I am not able to be me in service of these countless, perfectly beautiful, listening, viewing audience. It is almost an obligation to make sure that our foundation and house is strong. And you will help people do that. Tracy, thank you so much. I'd like to know one last thing. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? And again, point everybody to the website, if you don't mind. TracyLClark.com. But I want to just reiterate, you determine where you go, how you get there, and when you get there. And the stronger you build your connection, your foundation will not crack. And you can build the skyscraper. And you can't forget that. It's all within you already. Tracy L. Clark. And don't forget the radio show, right? Absolutely. Well, actually, it's actually a both audio and video presentation with Tracy L. Clark, right? Tracy L. Clark show. Yeah. 
11 a.m. Right. Eastern time every Tuesday right here on Transformation Talk Radio. Yes. Uh, Tracy, we're going to talk again because this is on a fast track. When faith takes hold, you might as well be on a rocket. Tracy L. Clark, I'm Dr. Pat, everybody. Let's just say more to be revealed. We'll see you next time.